Hello, friends. My name is Dane Miller. And I'm Niles Spain. And welcome to our podcast, Fuck Buddies. You do this so strangely now. <laughs> We're a dating and sex advice podcast where we take your sticky, sexy situations and turn them into sexy, sticky situations. Simply put, we answer questions that we find either on Reddit, Yahoo that one time, or uh, sent in from our lovely listeners on the topic of sex and dating. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you've done it. I've you've d- that done was, it. some might say, the perfect intro. Yeah, I, I think we could just call it here. I think it is so satisfying to hear us finally nail the intro that Yeah, I think that people don't want to hear any else. I think you did say sticky-ation earlier. Oh, I also, I'm almost positive I fucked up my name as well. So oh, what did you say your name was? I It was just like, it wasn't a smooth, it was just kind of like a garbled mess. Okay. I like yeah, it. So this is good energy to start a podcast with. Yeah. Do you want to? Do you want to go straight into better energy? Yeah. Despite throw a snotty, I was disgusted because my girlfriend used her snot as lube during a blowjob. Now she's mad. My girlfriend was giving me a blowjob and ended up with a little runny snot dangling down her nose. She proceeded to grab it and rub it on my dick. I recoiled and said, "Jesus, that's fucking disgusting." She's now mad at me for saying that. Say she thought it would be hot. And it isn't cool for me to say she's disgusting during sex. She wants me to apologize and slash show some remorse. I get how she feels, but come on, that's kind of disgusting, right? I don't think I need to apologize, nor do I want an apology from her. Can't tell if I'm being unreasonable. I think they both have points. I think it is bad etiquette to call your partner disgusting whilst in the act. Mm-hmm. I will also say there is an entire subgenre of porn of like super gross blowjobs and that is one of the things that is incorporated into it so who knows maybe she was like this is things that people are into because she saw some of that but also i wouldn't enjoy this the visual uh, sight of it so like or, I get nor, nor the slimy feel out. of it maybe i think well, that that viscous I mean, slimy feel would not also be good i think that would probably be the most redeeming quality of this if you didn't know what it was maybe hmm but when you did know what it was, no. Yes. Like if you were blindfolded and you were like, hmm, what is this viscous slime, slimy thing? It's like a more solid, it's like a rope of lube. Yeah. But uh, it- maybe, but you do know. And also, I think you're being very kind, Dane, where you're like, yes, you shouldn't call your partner disgusting during the act. However, how do you not, when you're blindsided, what's not lube? Well, here's the thing. It's like blindsided with snot lube, Dane. This is yeah, this is sure. a knee jerk reaction. But you're not the one who's going to be ingesting said snot lube. It's all part of her body. Well, yeah, it's hers. She can do what she wants. Yeah, that's fine. It's not. It's not on her. Obviously, if she was gross, she wouldn't have done it. Or she thought mm-hmm. it was gross, she wouldn't have done it. So it doesn't matter. But yeah. for him, it's a knee jerk reaction. He said it. I, I feel like it's pretty appropriate to. I don't think it's the kind of thing he had time to think about. It was a reaction. No. I'm not saying, but like, I think that there is some ground where he, he, like you, they can meet in the middle and be like, he can be like, I'm sorry, I called you disgusting. It just took me off guard. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? But it seems like he is completely against apologizing for calling her disgusting, which I don't think is Yeah, I think also she's not disgusting. 
what she did was disgusting. Yeah, she you know? did a, a, a slight a thing that grossed you out. Again, I'm not here to yuck anyone's yums. Mm-hmm. I'm sure there are people out there who would be into this. So I'm not going to call the act itself disgusting. Sorry. What I mean is in this thing, from his perspective, what she did was disgusting, not her. And yes, saying yeah, yeah. that's disgusting or whatever and not apologizing. Obviously, you're at your most vulnerable when you're naked and when you're, you know, going down on someone and you're fucking and all that. So... I imagine she took it kind of hard when in this vulnerable state you called her or you said that's disgusting and she internalized that. And you could be like, if, you know, I think an apology is is fine. You don't have to say you're okay with getting snot on your dick. No, not at all. But you can be like, hey, it was nothing about you. I just like was taken by surprise because like, hey, depending on what was happening, if it was like a lot of like gagging and, you know. A messy blowjob. Maybe she didn't even actively go, oh, and my snot should join the party. She was probably just like gathering every part of what was going on there. You know what I mean? That's the thing is like the the, the holes that can produce liquid mm. are so close say to that, each other. Say that sentence again. <laughs> mm. Can you repeat that? Please. No, that's a one time only, man. Oh, are you sure? Yeah, this is this is going to be good for our metrics because everyone rewinding the podcast yeah. is going to be, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Well, it's it's going to be bad, though, because they can never get past here. There's going to be like a three second spike in our metrics. Um, but, you know, if, if there's like a, a hand being involved in there and it's in close proximity to mouth and nose. Yeah, like I can imagine that there's probably been some snot on my dick before. Probably, yeah. I, I definitely didn't notice if it was. Now, the thing is, that's a different question, though. Like, if it's, like, messy saliva, everything, like, I'm assuming if, like, snot is dangling out of her nose, it was probably some kind of, like, deep-throating, like, eyes-watering kind of whole deal where, like, yeah, the waterworks are flowing. But what if it wasn't? What if it was, like, a really, like, sensual, like, slow blowjob, and then she was just, like, you know, snot-rocketed right onto his stick? and just or like she very calmly like stepped away from the dick went rummaging and then just fucking smeared it on well okay because those are very different things yes i i don't i'm i'm hoping that's not the case i but like i think it's somewhere in the middle i don't think this it doesn't sound like it was a, a complete like oh it happened oops and it doesn't sound like she was aggressively being like i'm gonna i'm gonna conjure something for this occasion i it was probably like oh runny nose she probably was like ah add it to the mix but like like i said like i i think it, this is the time where like you you meet in the middle yeah and- I, I think completely refusing to apologize is is unreasonable he says can't tell if i'm being unreasonable i get how she feels if you get how she feels then fucking apologize because how she yeah. feels is presumably self-conscious that you called her disgusting during sex which i don't think anybody wants to hear um Unless you're like jokingly farting on someone or something. I don't know. Um, or it's, you know, there's, you know, degradation. Games okay, and stuff very like that. true. So, yeah, by all means, make sure that she knows you don't find her disgusting. You And you can also set boundaries. Be like, hey, in the future, I'm not really into that. Like mouth juices are kind of like the only juice I want during mm-hmm. a blowjob. Yeah, that's the thing. You get to now get a list of bodily fluids, especially the holes that produce fluids that are clustered close together. <laughs> and uh, you get to just make a little Venn diagram of the ones you want, the ones you don't want, and the ones that are okay to get smeared on your dick. Yeah. So there you go. Have have a all chat. The, Fucking apologize. All of the bodily humors that you're okay mm. with on yum, your... Yum, yum, yum. 
bile. That's the only humor I can think of right now. Blood, bile. Blood. I, I think is poop also one of them? I Probably. Think one of them. Let's move on. <laughs> Sorry, I forgot that I opened this up, but now I'm tempted to read it. <laughs> I can't remember if I did this, so stop me if it sounds familiar. Although I really don't think you would be able to tell. I still get emotional and tear up sometimes. When I heard a song on the radio today, I thought about my ex. He didn't treat me right, but we had some good times. Hugging, twirling around the kitchen. Most of the times, he holds my hands. When he hugs my waist, when I give him food. Just when he's happy from something I did, I'm happy. The time I gave him a spoonful of cheese, he was like, wow. (laughs) And I treated him. Jeez. The time I gave him a spoonful of cheese, he was like, wow, I treated him. He was happy. He told me he didn't have Oh, he was happy. And he told me I didn't have to. But I really wanted to. It hurts me the times he told me he wants to find someone else. Because I think I did love him. I clung onto him very hard. He gets mad at me when I eat too much. Oh my god. I forgot how hard it is to read these. He gets mad at me when I eat too much. Or doesn't know to do things. <laughs> I had a point of clarity. He isn't the guy that I want to be with. I want to live somewhere beautiful with a smart and can provide for me husband. That gives me a ring and wants children. Takes me out sometimes to classy places. I never knew. But I want to be a classy wife. Oh man. You got a long way to go. <laughs> I know that guy can't give me that. And when I found out he's bisexual. It won't work. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I don't want to see him one day getting his ass fucked or other weird fetishes. This person's treatment of bi people is terrible, and I don't think we've ever really brought it up. It's sad that I loved him, but he's not the one I want to be with. Yeah, I don't know what she has against bisexual people. Well, like, a, like lot, a lot of people are like this. I saw uh, an exchange from uh, Grinder going around recently where, or actually, wasn't. It was about Grinder. But either way, he was like, He'd gone on a date with someone and that person admitted that they had, uh, you know, dated women before. And he got home and sent them this really like message being like, hey, well, you're not really gay. So when you figure it out, like, you know, don't even bother, blah, blah, blah. And then a bunch of people were like, hey, I'm really glad you broke up. And he was like, thanks. They're like, yeah, because you suck. Um, They deserve better. And it's tough for bi people out there, you know, and this whole like, you know, you don't count as straight. I'm scared you're going to go explore the rest of your sexuality. It's so fucking dumb. It's like, it's also, there's also like this fear that like, because people are attracted to both, like uh, mm -hmm. for this, in this example, almost exactly where she's like, Oh, if he's with me, I don't want to come home one day and and see him getting fucked in the ass as if like bi people can't control themselves. Yeah. Or can't be loyal. Right. It's like all just sexual deviants because they are attracted to both men and women that like the second the opportunity arises, they gotta fucking get it. It's really weird because it's as if, like, uh, I don't have to worry about women if because I'm a woman, but men. And it's like, I'm sorry, but they're still going to be attracted to other women too. Like, yeah. 
it's kind of the name of the game, you know? But it's weird how just, like, that mental, like, leap of, like, oh, shit, also, man? Like, ugh. Anyway, yeah, there's sorry, that's weird, just the whole like, thing. Don't be shit to the bi people in your life, guys. Like, If you have a bi friend... Get a spoonful of cheese. Just get a spoonful of cheese for them. Oh, man. I, I love, like, it's actually this really weird experience listening to Better Batch speak because it's almost like every time you're on board with the sentence it changes it's like my brain is like weirdly like trying to catch up with the leaps i'm like okay we're on the cheese oh okay we're we're clinging oh there's fancy places oh he's by and it's just like it's just a fucking trip man we need it's, to like she's cut. her brain is or like her like stream of consciousness is like an mc escher painting <laughs> you know what i mean it's like you're you're going down one stairway and then you're like oh fuck i'm now upside down and like in a completely different hallway i don't even know what to say to that i don't is there advice yeah the advice is don't be shit to buy people because let me tell you she's gotten all the advice in the world she's actually moved on to off of like advice subreddits and now mm -hmm. it's just like in the ranting subreddits mm -hmm. because i guess she got tired of people being like you need yeah, you professional need, yeah, help you jesus okay we'll do this i'm not gonna read the title my new girlfriend has recently broken up with her ex to be with me oh sorry this is by Oh, deleted user. Uh, my new girlfriend has recently broken up with her ex to be with me. He has not taken it well, to put it mildly, and in my mind has been doing everything he can to manipulate her into staying with him. She is very sweet, and it's hard for her to say no, and I think she feels a little bit like she owes him because they've been together for seven, apparently mostly bad years, before I came into the picture. He is now insisting that she go to couples therapy with him, though, saying she needs to do it for him so he can get over her. She doesn't want to, but he won't leave her alone, getting his parents and even going behind her back and getting her parents involved. She bought a house with him, and it's important for her to make sure things end positively because she still has a lot of shit to arrange with him, unfortunately. I told her I trust her to do what is right for her, and she says she really doesn't want to go to therapy and will probably cancel, but hasn't done it yet. That said, I also told her I don't like it, and couples therapy would be to try and stay together, basically, and it's manipulation. At this point, he isn't thinking about her at all, and only himself, and he's basically just torturing her at this point. This might even come out in the therapy if she ultimately goes, but my strong opinion is she doesn't owe it to him at all to do it, especially if it's true that she doesn't want to. I guess then my question is, should I tell her I don't like it and I don't want her to do it? Then should she really entertain couples therapy with her ex for any reason other than trying to stay together, especially considering she's now in a relationship with me? I really want to support her, but I'm disgusted by her ex's actions. He seems to totally disregard her own wishes, take advantage of her sweet nature and tough position, considering houses, possessions, etc. still need to be disentangled. And to be totally honest, I also feel like her deciding to go isn't fair to me. Makes me feel, I don't know, hurt or insecure or something. But ultimately, I would feel horrible for what he's putting her through. I appreciate any insight or advice because this whole situation is bizarre to me. Thanks to anyone who wants to help. And this is new girlfriend's recent ex is insisting she go to couples therapy with him so he can get over the breakup. The question Esther got it right at the end where most specifically, it is super unfair to this dude to agree to couples therapy when you're in another relationship mm -hmm. is very strange. Like the point of couples therapy is to repair the relationship. What this guy needs is just therapy. Like if also, he needs like, to, it's not couples therapy because they're not a couple. Yeah. Well, that's what I mean. It's like, if the whole point is like, I need to get over this breakup, we need to do couples. therapy. It's like, no, 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 that's not how this works. If you need to get over a breakup, you see an actual therapist, like a solo therapist and you go to therapy to deal with how you feel about the relationship she has absolutely no bearing or responsibility to help you get over this it's like yeah in a mutual breakup or a friendly breakup 
you can definitely work with your partner to sort of be like, you know, give closure, move on, blah, blah, blah. But like, it's uh, by no means is it required of another partner to make sure that you get through a breakup. Okay. Not at all. Like your own, like, you know, again, sure. If you can get closure or if you guys can end amicably, great. But again, it's not like your kind of commitment to each other ends when your commitment to each other ends. Yeah. Right? Like there's literally nothing. And this person, like he's not doing it for any other reason than to be a shit. And to not let go and to exert manipulation on this person. Like there's no, you know, maybe he's hoping he'll feel better at all this. But the only thing I think is going to make him feel better is if you guys get back together or he makes your new relationship suffer as a result of this. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, like that kind of get the vibe I got off this dude, too, where it's like either he's trying to steal you back away or he's trying to implode your most recent Mm -hmm. relationship. I don't think um, there's anything else. And the thing is, as Dane said, if it is for him to feel better or get over it, again, not your fucking problem. That's on him. And honestly, couples therapy is not going to help him with that. No. I mean, and the thing is, like, I don't even know if I trust the, like, the therapy. That, like, I'm sure this dude is probably pulling fucking strings being like, hey, you know, if he finds the therapist, I'm sure he's like, I really want to get back. Like, we did, we're trying to repair like I don't, I don't know if I would trust him to be honest about his intentions with his therapist. Exactly. You know what I mean, although, like, like, what would, like, would it not be also kind of great to show up on your first day, and when they're like, "So what's going on?" You'd be like, "Hey, so we broke up. I'm in a new relationship, and he's kind of extorting me to come to couples therapy so that he can get over it, and he's like still holding my belongings and house. Like, you know, we haven't sorted that out, so that's kind of you know weighing over me, uh, which is why I agreed to come." And just letting, hopefully, a good therapist be like, hey, dude, that's real fucked up. Or even just walking out at that point. (laughs) Yeah, I'm worried that, like, the second you step foot in there, it's, you know what I mean? You've kind of entered the the social contract of of agreeing to this. Mm -hmm. Um, And, and like, because then he can play the card of being like, oh, you gave up on us, and that's another card you can play with your parents and shit. Yeah, I just, I want to hope that there would be a good you know, like, I mean, like, I don't think there's any harm. We talk his, his shit. I think what could be harmful is that again, like your, your shit hasn't been sorted out. So maybe try to sort that out before you even agree or disagree. You know what I mean? Be like, Hey, look, I'm, we're really busy with this. That's all I can focus on right now. Maybe if we get this sorted, because if it does get sorted, then that's one less thing he can hang over you. And Mm -hmm. then you can be more free. Like if once that threat isn't there, you realize, hey, I actually really don't want to go, then don't go. And if after that threat's gone, you're like, you know what? It can't hurt. Then you can go knowing that like you're willing to do this and not just that you're very scared that you're going to get fucked over. So the way it seems to me is like she needs a lawyer and he needs a therapist. Yes. Like that That kind of just seems to be the way it needs to go. And I'm not going to give legal advice because I don't know shit about this. Mm-hmm. But I would maybe try to get the contact info for the therapist that he's pre- like presenting. Mm-hmm. And like maybe email them and be like, hey, so my ex, you know what I mean? Do sort of the spiel that you said. But instead of going, kind of outlining why you're not going. Yeah. And you know what I mean? And then be like, if you could perhaps refer to him a private therapist or if you offer those services i think that would be more beneficial than a couple's therapy because i have no interest in repairing mm. maintaining or re-entering this relationship 
Yeah, that could be good. And especially then, like, you could probably get the details off him being like, I just want to talk to them, vet them, see what the situation is, you know, and then send them an email explaining the situation. And maybe they'll be able to help or, you know, at the very least, they'll probably be like, okay, maybe don't come because this sounds super unethical and I can't really be a part of it. Yeah, 100%. That those I think that's the most actionable advice I can give other than like, yeah, get a lawyer, get your, you know, owners and property, sh- all that shit sorted out and uh, move on. I don't I don't think this is a good idea. But for the question asking, her, I think you're 100 percent in the right to feel like this is unfair to you mm-hmm. if she gets bullied into going because like. You know, there's there's nothing worse than being like, oh, she's going to get fucking like realize that maybe she does want to give it another try. Like it, it just kind of like it's it's a lot of anxiety for you mm-hmm. and whether she does or doesn't. You know what I mean? Like hopefully you can trust her and you believe her at her word and saying that she doesn't want to reenter this. But at the same time, it's like if I was dating someone and they were going to couple therapy with their ex, there's always that little nagging voice in the back of your head being like, they're going to get back together because that's the point of fucking couples therapy. Yeah, I think it's fair to definitely feel weird about it because it's a weird situation. Um, But like, I do think, you know, it's very weird for her too, right? Like more so, like she's the one in in the worst situation. And it's like, if she decides to go, I'm assuming the only reason she is is because she feels like she has no other choice. Mm -hmm. So like as much as it is weird for you, I would probably say like put that to the back of your head because like I don't again, unless there's something else weird going on here, I would imagine the only way she would say yes is if she felt she had to. And if she felt like she had to with all her like belongings and home kind of like hanging up in the air, like I get that. But that fucking sucks, you know, for her more so than anyone else in this situation, I think. So you know, I guess be there and support her and understand if she feels like she has to, but also be open with your concerns. You know, I don't think like staying the strong silent type is going to help anyone in this situation. Like let her know that you're uncomfortable with it, you know, in in a supportive way um, and try to help her come to a, a good, you know, a good destination here, preferably one that doesn't end up with her being bullied into going to therapy. Although if that is the case, hopefully the therapist will do what's right. Yeah. And also like, like you said, like, don't be afraid to sort of stand your ground and be like, this is a bad idea because sometimes yeah. people need to hear that. Like a, a lot of people deal with self doubt and be like, Oh, should I do it? Should I do this? Should I do that? Sometimes it's nice to have someone kind Back of like outside of this situation and be like, this is a bad idea. And the feel like you feeling like it's a bad idea it's correct. It's warranted, like, yeah. You know what I mean? The like, thing. like it, it's hard sometimes to think out of context. And the context is your shit at risk. And also like guilt over this person who's apparently so broken up. You know what I mean? Like all this stuff, it's like, it's hard for you to be objective because you're in the middle of it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, like, I think that the best advice I ever get, or like the, the times I feel most comforted when I'm sort of, you know, up in the air about something is when someone is definitive about it. Like I'm, I'm mm-hmm. happy to have like hash things out with people and like, you know, bounce the pros and cons and stuff off that. But if someone feels strongly that like, this is a bad idea, I usually know that, but need to hear it from like a third party. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Or um, even at the like, very least, like it's kind of the, do I get spaghetti or burgers situation? It's like, if someone says spaghetti, you're going to know, instantly in that moment that they say it they're you're gonna be like hell yeah or you're gonna be like actually i want that burger you know I love so that i know this as like the coin toss method and every time you reference it you always 
like related to like two different kind of foods. Yep. I'm a hungry boy. I know. All right. You ready for another one that you're going to give me? Talking to a new guy when he said he'll take me home. Full memories of my ex came back. It was the purest with my ex, even though it wasn't pure in the end. No, I'm not going to read. Oh, I was so excited for just just kidding. Memories of my ex and I playing around in bed non-sexually. <laughs> just chess. I loved him and it hurt the most when he infected me <laughs> and broke up with me when I was in the hospital. I still remember that. It still makes me tear up. Man, that's a bold move. When he told me if I was pregnant, he will leave. I was very sad. I know he's dumb, so we won't have a smart child, but it's still his child. I really let my ex have me, but I don't trust him because he's harmful. I wish I didn't love my ex because there's no point. We will never get back. It's tiring. I don't want to. Have you tried couples counseling? <laughs> the thing is, like, I don't know why she's saying she's having a kid. Like, this has been going on for like two years now, mm-hmm. and she's never mentioned a child or pregnancy I would just love to know. And even there, it doesn't really seem like she said that she was just that he said he'd break up if she was. But like then went on about her dumb, dumb future child. Um, I keep having dreams of my ex. The last one I was living in his house for two years and he was away. I was mad at him for being gone for so long. He sat on his bed and I walked towards him. I sat on top of him like how we used to. I told him I missed him and asked did he get rid of the disease? Because I know I did. I know I love this man, but because he can't give me my needs, I will resent him and look elsewhere. He doesn't love me. It bothered me for a long time, but now it doesn't. Because I felt love when he was silent. This, it's not enough for a lifetime, though. It takes two to give and take. So beautiful. I have crazy dreams of my ex fucking someone. I find as an attractive woman, my ex is combined with two other cheating exes into him. So they were all in his soul. Three cheaters in one. <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm done with Better Bitch. Do you want an actual question? Uh, or do you want to... Did I use my slot for Better Bitch? I don't know. If you if you got one you want to do, go. I got a million. No, you no. know that. No, you go. You go. I, I See, I don't know where to go with this. But I'm going to go here, I guess. Uh, not sure if I was used or not. This is by N2RKIG. I've been talking to a girl from a dating app for three weeks. We've never met before, but we have FaceTime. Currently, both of her parents are in the hospital due to non-COVID-related illnesses. So she invites me over to her house last night at 1230 because she didn't want to be alone. I go over, but I don't expect anything sexual to happen since it's our first time meeting and her parents are sick. When I arrived, we went straight to her room and she started being flirty. Long story short, we ended up kissing and I went down on her and she finished. She then said she wanted to go to bed, and I asked if she actually wanted to go to bed since I didn't finish. She said, well, you don't have to finish every time. So she actually wanted to go to bed. We lay there for a few minutes, and she asked me if I want to stay the night or leave. I choose to leave because I can't fall asleep in other people's beds. I left with no kiss goodbye. When I got to my car, it all kind of hit me, and I feel used. I didn't expect to do anything sexually, but we did, and she got what she wanted, but I didn't. Am I overthinking this, or was I used? It's a tough call, because... We have someone on Instagram where it was like, what was the hashtag? Wastes time 2020 or whatever. So like people like that exist. Wait, what? Remember there was that whole like hashtag thing of like wastes time 2020 or wastes time 2019 or whatever. Like, Mm. so like, I know that like there are women out there who do take it upon themselves to like, quote unquote, waste his time. But at the same time, it's like, 
I don't know. Would you have been really upset if like she blew you and then was like, okay, bedtime. So I think firstly, we need to get it out of the way. That's like, you, there's never any, like you never owe anyone sex. So it's like, if you go down on someone and they decide they don't want to do anything after that, that is totally fine. Like you make the constant, like you chose to go down on them. They oh, gave yeah, you exactly. to do that. Yeah. yeah. Like there's, there's no owing. Right. Like it doesn't matter. You could have gone down there five times. It's like if she doesn't want to go down on you or fuck you, you know, that's fair. Um, And that should never be a thing. You know what I mean? And if you're trying to extort or bully somebody into something or, you know, that's that's shit. So like blanket statement, let's get that out of the way. And that should just be a a clean and fast rule. Like no one is ever required to do anything they don't want to do. Is it kind of shit to not reciprocate for your partner? Totally. I think. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, 100%. Girls deal with this all the time. You know what I mean? Like the amount of questions we've gone through where people will not go down on women at all, let alone in a situation where it's like reciprocated or whatever. Um, and that's also shit. You know what I mean? And I think if it was the other way around, we would be coming down pretty hard on this and being like, this guy fucking sucks. If a guy invited a girl over, was like, hey, blow me. And then she did. And she was like, hey, what about me? And he was like, nope, going to bed. And it was like, are you going to stay or leave? We would be like, hey, this guy's a douchebag. Yeah, that's fair. You know? And that's like, I, I don't think she's not a douchebag. Like, I, she gives me douche chills. And I think it's the phrase, you don't have to finish every time. Mm-hmm. Seems like there is a chip on the shoulder. Exactly. You know what I mean? There, this seems vindictive a little bit. And I think yeah. that's really, like, regardless of man, woman, whatever, I, I think that kind of, like, approach to sexual interaction and sexual sort of like you know transactions you're a shitty partner you know what i mean it's like if you have finished and your response to them asking for similar treatment as well you know finish every time that's kind of shitty you know because Um, it's not a oh i don't want to or like oh i'm not comfortable doing it it's not that it's i don't want to and that i'm not going to you know what i mean just like nah um and that's the thing it's like if after she's like, look, I don't feel well. Or like, oh, I'm not comfortable. Totally fine. You know what I mean? It's like that. That's cool. Like, again, it should never be owed, right? It isn't owed. There's no kind of like obligation here. However, being a good partner is about give and take. Yeah. I mean, it's it's hard not to say that you were used. I, I think you made a good point. Whereas like if if this was uh, uh, switched around, if a dude invited uh, a woman over to his house at 1230, got a blowjob and was like, hey, you want to stay or you want to go? Because I'm going to bed right now. Yeah, like we would 100 percent be like, yeah, this dude like literally just called you over to get to get off and now once you leave, because like I'm I'm assuming that it wasn't a question of like, do you want to stay over? It was a question of like, you can go now. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And I get it. I don't like to fall asleep in other people's beds either. And it's like after something like that, like what's really the point in staying? You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, that's a real weird morning after that. They don't want to do anything further. And you guys don't really know each other. It's kind of like you stay and it gets awkward because you either go on the basis of what they've said, in which case you don't prompt for anything more sexually. And then like, why are you there? Really? You know, or you don't go by it and then you're a shithead. Yeah. I mean, this is why I never did like, you know, if if I met with someone on Tinder or even if I met with someone in real life and got their number, I rarely did the like late night first meet booty call kind of thing. Mm hmm. Because I like it's it's so fucking weird, especially off Tinder, because I'm like, I don't know who you are and I don't know yeah. that you are the person you say you are and I don't want my organs sold on the black market. 
Yeah, um, or like they could just show up and be one entirely not anything like they said they were or portrayed themselves as. Or two, be fucking annoying and weird. And it's hard to and get rid of shitty like this. Yeah, it's right? 100%. So it's like I, I had a very strict rule of like I would always meet with someone first to get a, a good read on them. Mm-hmm. And I'd have no problem with sleeping with them that night. Like well, on that's the, the thing. Day. It's like Whatever. if it goes well, care. bring them back. Yeah. Sure. And if it doesn't, then you know not to waste your time. And that's like booty calls for people you know are your vibe and kind of your level and down, right? Yeah. And like the whole – like. It, it always weirded me out when people booty calls people they never slept with before. Yeah. Because I'm like, if I'm gonna if I'm gonna booty call, I'm gonna go for a sure thing. Like I'm gonna go with someone that I know I have sexual chemistry with, mm-hmm. that I know this sex is gonna be good, and that I know that like we'll be on the same page the next day. Yeah. Cause you don't you want it to be fun. It's meant to be like down dirty, quick, easy, good, not like awkward. Yeah. Oh, that we gotta like shit. Are they this? Oh like Fuck that. That's not fun. No. Um, Yeah. Now, the thing is, so I think, okay, am I overthinking this or was I used? Yes, you were used. Uh, Is it that big of a deal? Not really. Like, I, you know, it can suck a little bit. Um, I mean, like, like, take this as a learnable moment and be like, I won't do this to women in the future. Yeah, don't like never do that to somebody else. Hopefully the question asker is not like that, but... You know, it, it sucks no matter what gender you're doing. You're doing it from or to. It's like just, you know, be a decent partner. But again, it's never owed or anything. So don't also feel coerced into it. Um, But like, I don't know. If if you don't like how this person treats you, don't see them again. You didn't really yeah. lose out. You went down on someone for a little bit. Fuck it. Like, I'm sure it was fun until you realized it wasn't going to happen to you. But in the comments, it's all women saying... Well, it happens to us all the time, so get over it. Not so helpful. Not so nice. Yeah, this is the problem, and like uh, a big reason why we started the show was is like that's kind of the like the the what's the word I'm looking for? Not atmosphere, but like the culture of people talking about sex. Is it it it, it devolves into like well that happens to us, or that never happens to us, or you know, like when you go on online dating or like dating subreddits, and it's always like women have it so easy, and mm-hmm. it's like well no, no. there's different <laughs> challenges for everyone, and like you're we're allowed to discuss what sucks and what doesn't suck, and like at, at this point in time to be like oh it happens to us all the time, so fucking deal with it mm-hmm. is is bad shit because at that point it's like the rare you know extending of the bridge, and you guys have now met. And we can now sort of bridge that gap and be like, yeah, I hear you. I understand what you've gone through now. And that sucks. I'm sorry. And like, yeah, we can start trying to repair kind of the the inadequacies and like sort of the, you know, the the inequalities mm-hmm. of the dating between men and women. Yeah. Like, obviously, it sucks that it happens to anybody. But like this person is going through the same thing. So being like, hey, it happens to me a lot. Like as a girl, hope that guy will be like, damn. I get it, even if he didn't before, which hopefully he did, because it doesn't take a fucking men- doesn't take mental gymnastics. But it's like the opposite is happening here, where everyone's like, "Fuck you, deal with it, haha, glad it happened to you." And it's like, no, why, why would you do that? Yeah, because that kind of mentality just sets to further divide and mm-hmm. also breeds apathy for the things that, like, you know, in this case, women are trying to make make bring into conscious social consciousness. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So it's like. The next time this dude hears about women complaining, but he's like, well, what the fuck do I care? Yeah. Because it happened to me and no one cared about me. So like, 
I'm not going to try to fucking champion your cause. You didn't mm-hmm. give a shit about me. Why should I give a shit about you? Yeah. And it's, it's a bad way to look at the world, but like, mm-hmm. you know, th- that's kind of how it works. It was, I remember getting into a conversation about, um, I shared an article about like eating disorders within men and like how the numbers are actually like quite staggering mm-hmm. and no one really talks about it. Um, and someone was just like, they said something crazy like not enough men have died because of this for me to care yeah and i was like how can you as a human being say that there's like a a quantity of lives that need to to be lost yeah regardless of like gender race you know whatever for you to care about an issue especially when you know, I remember being in high school and being in like the media studies course. And like, all we talked about was the image of women and the roles that like media had on women. So it's Mm -hmm. like, that was very much in the social, uh, you know, consciousness. And and we talked about it and it it was, you know, the dove campaigns of being like, love your body, blah, blah, blah. And like body positivity for women has been around for a while. And, and thankfully it it has, and I hope it's probably saved a lot of lives because there's Mm -hmm. a little bit more of a conversation about it but there really isn't that conversation for dudes. Yeah. And it sucks whenever it's brought up, it's like, Hey, fuck you guys. We have it worse, which like, you know, the problems yeah. are fucking there. Like no one is denied. Well, people are, I'm sure, but they shouldn't be. But like that, you know, we should all be able to work on problems collaboratively. Like saying this shit thing has happened to a guy shouldn't be, well, it's happened to a girl too. Fuck you. It's your time. You know what I mean? Yeah, it should the- be like, yeah, let's, let's all get rid of this. Yeah, the mentality of like we've had it worse, mm-hmm. like it is so detrimental to progress. Mm-hmm. Even even when it's right, you know what I mean? Oh, a hundred percent. But like empathy is how you build like collectiveness. Yeah. So like if if the people who have gone through it now see uh, you know themselves on the quote unquote opposing side, mm-hmm. you can then start melding those the sides. You know what I mean? You'll now have a bubble. Or, or like a Venn diagram of like both the sides being like, we've experienced this yeah. and we're going to work together to stop it on both ends of the spectrum. Mm-hmm. And like, definitely I, you know, I'm not saying you need to go in, like you need to feel that kind of like connection and like building with someone who's done these things to you at all. But like, if it's just a unrelated guy who's in a similar situation, like it can be all too easy to be like, fuck you. You're a guy like that other guy, but they're just a different person. You know what I mean? Yeah. We're not saying reconcile with the shit bags, you know, but yeah. yeah, I don't know. Let's, I mean, like, I think the point that we're both trying to make here is let's be fucking cool with each other. Yeah. Like, unless you, unless someone has done something like specifically that person has done something to you that has not been cool mm-hmm. and you have a reason not to be cool with that person. Okay, great. Fine. Yeah. By but, all means, be not cool when not cool is warranted. Like being yeah, not cool be, is great, but when it's let's be nice to each other. Yeah. And and like take care of each other. Like when, when one of us is knocked down, let's help each other up mm-hmm. and, and not look at like specific groups and be like, well, they need to be knocked down a little bit. Yeah. You got me one? Yeah. I got one more. I keep having dreams. No. <laughs> I lied. Um, this comes from Reddit user Slackman13. Question about stopping briefly during intercourse. For pretty much my whole adult life, I now 55-year-old male, have stopped briefly three to ten seconds while having intercourse if I felt like I was too close to coming before my female partner had orgasmed. For some women, I'd have to do this, and others not so much. After stopping two to four times, I can typically go for as long as 45 minutes, if that's what she wants. Recently married, 
My wife is super tight for me, so I have to do the stopping strategy to prevent myself from coming too soon. I was surprised when she told me that no man she's ever had sex with has had to stop even for a few seconds. That was so surprising to me, and I thought I would come here to ask, is what I do unusual? P.S. She almost never orgasmed with previous guys, but she does frequently with me with the help of the toy. There's like a regularity to this that kind of baffles me in a sense, but like, I get it. It's like friction, like the thrusting motion is what's, you know, causing the friction, which, you know, stimulates your genitals, which makes you come. So it's like if you stop that motion, you have a few seconds to like, you know, you're kind of edging yourself, I guess. <laughs> Yeah, um, and I think everyone has these, like, one way or the other has a little technique that yeah, like, gets a little more, you know, gas in the tank. I've definitely done, you know, and I, I think if you just stop and do nothing, it's weird. And I really hope <laughs> that yes. guy isn't doing that, but it, it kind of sounds like maybe. Um, but it's like if you're stopping in a way that they don't even notice, you know what I mean? Uh, like, you could just pull out and go down on her for example yeah um you can like just go as far in as you can and like pull them in close to you and like kiss their neck while you're fucking rubbing them or something you know what i mean that's like Mm -hmm. that like intensity is detracting from the fact that you've stopped or you can even make it a teasing thing where it's like you stop and you're gonna like play with their clit and like kiss their neck and like make them beg you to keep going yeah those are all times when you're not thrusting and you're not continuing that like you know, stimulation, but it's also not like, hello, <laughs> are you still there? You know, it's not like a Zoom call you think just got dropped, right? Like, yeah, like if you're pulling out and then T-posing and just standing <laughs> there for the 10 seconds that you need, um, sort of like, yeah, like, but like, I'm assuming this dude isn't just fucking like going limp for 10 seconds and then, you know, springing back to life. I assume he's doing what we're talking about here, where he's like, you know, keeping the interaction going yeah i don't think that's weird i think like like i said i'm i'm assuming most dudes have Mm -hmm. something they do along these lines yeah well i've always heard the like you know do baseball like tally up baseball numbers or like think about your granny fuck you know what i used to do my my technique when i first sort of like started figuring out how to be decent in sex mm-hmm. um was i would pick a inanimate object in the room and like just your uh your iron man funko toy <laughs> yeah exactly no it'd be like i would look at the chair and just be like chair 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 to like the rhythm of my my fucking in my head not out loud <laughs> I, I bet it was out loud <laughs> i hope not oh, man, um, i man i can just imagine you dead like fucking eye fucking a chair that's not even like behind her so you can't like pretend you're looking at her you're just like twisted right around like not looking anywhere near her just yelling chair <laughs> to be fair it was usually like doggy to style be chair. So just... <laughs> um but yes I, I would i would usually that was like my my thing and then like but then you know i adopted the take a second and like tease go down you know mm-hmm. Just, you know, pulling clothes, like all the things you mentioned, like that's my bread and butter now to to maybe last a little longer. Yeah. And I think I think the trick here is she's like, no man I've ever had sex with has ever done this. But then he's also like, oh, she's yeah. also never orgasmed with another man. It's like it sounds like they didn't really give a fuck about it and just kind of pounded their way to completion. Yeah, like, that's why these dudes have never stopped because they didn't care enough about your sexual satisfaction to do so. That's the thing. It's like if she was 
if it was the case where like they never stopped, but they always made her come, that would suck for everyone involved. But like, who fucking cares? You're the one, one, married to her, doing something right. And two, bringing those big O's, bringing those big O's home. Yeah. It's those like, I cheery O's. My thing is like, I don't know. We might be reading too much into the insecurity of this. It might just be this guy's curiosity being like, hey, am I a fucking weirdo? Yeah. Like maybe the wife is just like, interesting. Like you're the only one who does that. Or, yeah, you this know, might have been like, huh, I wonder if I am the only guy. I'll yeah, go to the Internet. I guess we're, we're used to more terrible questions. So maybe it is just a pure coincidence thing, in which case, one, don't fucking matter. You're the one making her come. But two, no, I, I think everybody has had everyone who gives a shit. You know what I mean? Um, or, you know, who has ever needed to last a little longer uh, has definitely done something like this. You know, yeah. some kind of distraction or time buying mechanism. Uh, I don't think it's weird at all. In fact, it's good that you care about your partner's pleasure. That's awesome. Man, I remember there used to be, I'm sure the site still exists now, but like back when I was, you know, probably in high school or whatever, when I first started watching porn, Mm -hmm. there was a dude who would literally like just haul off and slap his dick as hard as he could. And it fucking made me laugh every time I saw it. Like that was his sort of like, you know, way to stop himself from coming. Oh no. And I don't know if it was like an act or something. Cause like it would be the first, like, you know, 30 seconds of a blowjob. He'd be like, Oh, you're too good. You're too good. And then haul <laughs> off and just fucking just slap the shit out of his dick for like a good, like four or five seconds. And you're just like, so like multiple what? slaps or just one big, like, you I know, mean, Bollywood style slap. Sometimes he would give him the, that big sing style slap, oh. but, um, but no, like sometimes it would be like a good, like three or four, just like, you know, solid, solid taps. I, I used to have very, very bad sexual stamina when I first started having sex mm-hmm. and I was always just like, pretty sure everyone today, does. <laughs> is, is today the day I try the slap? Did you ever try it? No, I don't think I because could. I, the thing for me is like pain is so opposite to my arousal mm-hmm. um, that I'm, I would be worried that I would slap it so hard into like flaccidity. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's a word, but you know what I mean? Like I would go from erect to like slap and then just like wet spaghetti noodle. Go from erect to just wrecked. <laughs> yeah. um, I don't remember why I told that story, but I just, Oh, we lasting longer. About, yeah. Last year. <laughs> <laughs> um, i just i just thought it was it just makes me fucking laugh every time i think about it well really also slapping something brings more blood to the area so you might just arouse yourself more i mean yeah i like i'm sure there are dudes out there who have done that and been like well i have found uh, my fetish uh that's all i can think about now okay got one more maybe a quick one this is by it's butterfly effect since breaking up a few days ago, my ex texts me about him doing the very things I needed him to do during the relationship. What does this mean? <laughs> Is he trying to hurt me? My ex-boyfriend and I, 25 and 26, lived together and we had a lot of arguments about him not doing enough about the house. After a few months of him not doing anything, I said it felt as if he didn't love me anymore because he doesn't seem to try. And whenever I tell him he needs to do more, he apologizes but still doesn't do anything. He agreed and we broke up. I moved back in with my parents and he stayed in the apartment. However, since I've left, he'll constantly send me texts like, I cleaned and cooked, lol. Reading those kind of texts hurt me because they're the exact things I needed him to do during the relationship. Why would he be sending me something like this? Is he trying to brag about how much better off he is without me? We broke up on friendly team, uh, friendly terms, both agreeing there was so much love there. 
<laughs> I mean, yeah, it sounds like this guy's just being a little bit of a shithead. I don't think he's trying to win you back, like especially I, if he's I saying LOL. He Not LOL. LOL's like coy, like hee hee. I cooked and cleaned, like poke. Hello. No. Yeah, a hundred percent. No, I don't. I think this guy's literally just being a fucking dick. And like, not a real dick, because it really doesn't mean shit. But mm. I think him just being like, you know, oh, we broke up. And it's like, now he's like, huh, I cooked and cleaned, you know, imagine Maybe. that. Well, if it's like self-deprecating, like, oh, cooked and cleaned, like, as in him being like, oh, finally, I, you know, because I guess now that she's gone, he actually has to do these things. Yeah. You know, maybe he's finally realizing and is just being like, well, well, th- maybe that's his apology. Like, I cooked and cleaned. Because he knows that's significant because he's never done it before. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe he's just letting you know that he's doing okay. So, how, what his ha- thing? The second you say lol, though, the second you throw in that lovely, you know, O sandwich, mm-hmm. I, it's so disingenuous. So, yeah, I don't believe this some people. Some people put lols in everything, though. Lol is. It's become the most meaningless thing. You know what I mean? Like, I'd love to know. I, I can't remember. Back in the day when I put it, was it was it safe for moments of like high hilarity? Was I like actually considering or literally laughing out loud? Because now it's it's basically a fucking comma. You know what I mean? Go to yeah. clean lol. Like lol, lol literally means nothing anymore. Uh, but it's got strong meme energy. You know what I mean? It like does. it's so like that's why I I feel like hey, you throw lol at anything, I'm I immediately assume you're being disingenuous. I don't know. I think he, she he's trying to be like lol mbd but look what i did i think if you have no intention of getting back with this guy i think you just throw fucking shade back at him just be like cool you're an adult now you know what i mean and like just yeah or just like just for everyone back because like one way or the other it's like that was what you felt anyway you know what i mean you were like this guy needs to fucking grow up and do things and that's why you guys broke up or this guy is fucking you know being kind of like a, a shithead to you and you're just returning the volley yeah, send them a bunch of Pinocchio memes and say, you're finally a real boy, lol. Yeah, like, I, I don't think... And, like, if if for whatever reason he is trying to be fucking, you know, sweet or, you know, seriously trying to get your attention, hopefully those sort of, like, things will have him rethink his tactic because right now it just seems like he's, you know, kind of rubbing your nose in it. Well, you know what? It doesn't actually matter what he's trying to do. What matters is what you're trying to do. It's like, if you don't want to get back with him, it doesn't fucking matter if he's trying to get back. You know what I mean? Yeah. If you so are trying to get shade. back. Yeah, send that shade right back. Just He's he's in a jokey, playful mood. You could be in the jokey, playful, like, ah, oh, your next girlfriend will love that. Good job. Just be like, cool, I did that for, you know, every day of my adult life. Mm-hmm. This isn't an accomplishment. What are you talking about? Maybe get him to take pictures of his food and just, like, Gordon Ramsay fucking let, tear it apart. You call yeah. that a fucking salmon? You donut. <laughs> That's my favorite thing he calls people on fucking TikTok or whatever he does. Uh, thank you very much for listening. This has been our show, and and we're glad that you joined us. It's nice to have you here. You know what? If you, if you could just share with a friend this week, that'd be great. Yeah, it, it's actually uh, my birthday tomorrow as of recording this, so it's it'll true. be past my birthday when you're listening to this, which means you're late on my birthday gift. Mm-hmm. Um, so what I'm asking from you for my birthday is it's super cheap. It's free. Even mm-hmm. I just want you to share our podcast, put it on your social media, unless you work as a teacher or something in which sharing a thing called fuck buddies might not be 
cool. Then just send um, it in private to a good bud. Yeah, send it to someone who's like maybe having some dating issues or who enjoys podcasts of the same kind of variety. Mm-hmm. Um, or if send you it to someone who's so secure in their relationship that it's funny for them to just look at all the dysfunction around them. Because I know probably like half the people I know are in very healthy, committed relationships who listen to this podcast. Yeah, a bunch of the people that I know that are like, you know, ride or dies are are like married or otherwise. Because that's one thing that I think occasionally like people are like, oh, I'm not single. And I'm like, you don't you don't need to be. Honestly, sometimes it's less depressing to be not yeah. single and listen. Let me tell you, you will love your partner more at the mm-hmm. end of every episode. <laughs> Have you ever thought about breaking up? Just think about the one time that somebody just snotted right in the dick. You know, I'm not going to knock until until it happens. Well, I I still got to get you a birthday present, so maybe that'll be it. (laughs) Oh, baby. Mm -hmm. Um, If you have a question that you'd like to send us, if you are in a relationship or single and you you need our advice, that's what we're here for. Uh, So reach out to us on Facebook at uh, FCK Buddies Podcast or on Twitter at FCK underscore buddies. You can find us on uh, Gmail at FBuddiesPodcast at gmail.com or you can visit us on the internet at uh, fbuddiespodcast.com or plentyofbeef.ca. Hell yeah. Ready for some tinders? Oh, right after I thank Josh Eagle and the Harvest Cities for their song Paper Stars. Um, yes, we can do some tinders. I, do, I do, do we usually do tinders after this? Yeah, I don't know. It doesn't matter. I don't know either. Anyway, Niall finds tinders, and by finds, I mean people send them into us uh, of horrible online dating profiles, sometimes some good ones, and we comb them for red flags. Ready for this? This is uh, Jenna. Christ follower, swirling heart emoji, content creator, star emoji. I love to create flash and camera emoji. Love to laugh and am goofy, goofy face emoji on brand. Trending singer and songwriter on Spotify. YouTuber. I assume it's going to be YouTuber. Nope, that's a new social media platform. It's weird. YouTuber. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, camera emoji, like video camera emoji. Finishing a sound engineering degree, enrolled in a YouTube university, and working on getting ordained. <laughs> Hell yeah. Gold digger. Not gold digger. Gold digger. Okay. Swirling star. Creation. Uh, little sapling emoji. Artist, Spotify, iTunes, YouTube. Esthetician. Extrovert. People lover. Purple heart. New single out this month with music video. Smile, smile. Not looking for someone who follows naked girls on Instagram. Big happy face. Modest is H. H? The letter H. What do you think that means? I honestly really confused by that. I'm going to type it into Google and see if anything happens. Like for me, I'm not into the vibe for this. This seems generally people who consider themselves content creators. Generally. (laughs) Okay. All right. Uh, This kind of stuff, it, it, it tends to be all they do. And that is exhausting to me. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's like if if the only sort of like if like this probably is the person who's like on Instagram making stories all day and like, you know, replying to tweets all day. And it's like it tends to just be really, really exhausting for me. I know a few people like this and I'm just like, I uh, just stop. Just like talk to me for a second, please. So those are those would be my red flags um, until the end with the modest H thing that boggles me. So this is going to get a, a real I, this is rare. I don't usually give this score out, but it's going to be a three. <laughs> so uh, when I looked up modest as H, it came up with modest as hottest. So maybe that's what they wanted to do. And then 
ran out of Jesus characters. took the wheel and they, <laughs> you know, because also the God stuff gets me. I'm not I'm not into that. I'm sorry. Yeah. Anyone super religious. Also, like modest is hottest. It, it, like that is like I hate people who critique what other people wear. Like I know we're in a social world and like, you know, oh, what you I project out blah, like, blah, blah. being modest as a person, but also the irony of like being a content creator is kind of the opposite of being modest. It's like, yeah. Being modest is like, I shouldn't bother people with my shit. Being a content creator is like, look, I'm worthwhile. And like, you know, I'm not casting shade because we're two guys who talk into the fucking void for an hour every week and assume someone will listen. It just seems like mixed messages. I'm giving it the one. Um, This is Horse Girl. Okay. Um, So her picture is the camera roll of a iPhone. So it's just like loads of little different thumbnails of them in baffling amounts of print and often posing in front of what looks like a zoom background, which is also them in the same clothes in a different angle. It It is very visually painful to look at. Yeah, that doesn't sound great. I'll send you a, a picture. Actually, I'll send okay. it to you right now. Let's, let's see if this works. It's a, it's a whole experience. So uh... what did you just send me? Because that looks like the most virus. <laughs> it's not. You're good. Oh, wow. Mm hmm. You like that? Is this an oh oh yeah okay? You like that? These are all videos too. Well, yeah, they're all <laughs> videos, all fifteen-second videos. Uh, so I'm, gonna, I'm just gonna get reading. Bisexual circus tent emoji. La- Libra circus tent emoji. Artist. I'm whimsical, but I take my life projects very seriously. I love to meet people to do projects with dance, studying, building, fixing. In brackets. Open to friendship, but also looking for someone to date consistently and with intention. Horses and butterflies are my favorite animals, and my birthstone is sapphire. Butterfly emoji. You know what? Despite the nightmare that this profile is, I bet this person's probably actually pretty chill. I'm saying that as someone who's so far removed from the, the situation of actually engaging with this person. Mm-hmm. If it was actually me in the situation, I could not say no to this harder. Mm-hmm. But I'm saying if I were to bet... I bet this person would be cool as hell. The, the whole the image, like it's literally visually painful to look at. I don't know what's going on there. So it's either the process of someone who has no idea what on earth life is or what they're doing or is very much taking the piss out of the whole thing. One of those would be quite fun. One of those would be hell. And then yeah. the, the profile itself is quite boring. Yeah, it's just kind of like, but the thing is, also, I, I think really it only like seems, horses, so I'm going to give it a zero. Yeah, I know. I know how you feel about that. Yeah. I feel like the, the profile only seems boring because of how batshit crazy the picture is. Maybe. Because the profile, there's, there's nothing really there's nothing wrong really. with the profile. But like the you know brackets, I mean? like studying, dancing, fixing, like what? What are you talking about? What's wrong with that? It doesn't make sense. What doesn't make sense about it's it? It's just all over the place. No, she likes to do projects. Those are those are the areas that she's into. I guess projects about <laughs> studying. What does that mean, Dane? Okay, yeah, you got me there. I don't know. Right? Give me a rating. Uh, it's gonna be a three for me. And then, last but not least, we have Bella. I am not from this world, and you may not understand this. We have a lot of people claiming to be aliens and not from the world. That seems to, is that a thing? Well, you may not understand it, Dane. Well, that's true. You saw the big metal monolith they found in the desert? Yes. In Utah? Yeah, I can only assume that's where Bella came from. Oh, that's true. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> um, yeah, that's again, there's a three. I don't know what the hell's going on. Like I said, 
this is why this is why people in relationships should be happy with who they're with mm-hmm. because this is what you could be dealing this is the sea that you could be wading into right now but you don't have to because you have that sweet sweet person next to you it's true so give them a kiss wade into their sea give them a hug and then just fucking slobber all over their genitals speaking of genitals are you ready for bad sex writing yeah so this is uh an interesting one i don't know if we call it a poem but it was found on men writing women reddit and it's a cross post from the incels without hate reddit and the title is i can't comprehend a vagina i'm just gonna read this for you <laughs> that sounds like a lovecraftian <laughs> oh you wait <laughs> okay <laughs> i can't comprehend a vagina a gap between the thighs emptiness a blank space where there should be something to fill in the void but there's nothing. Then a slit, as if someone snipped the flesh with scissors. A gooey mess once it's widened just a little bit. It looks like it's painful and infected. Flesh rubbing <laughs> on flesh, a mouth without teeth. I don't understand it, but something deep in me desires it. I want nothing more than to taste and touch and feel it with every sensory instrument that I own. What's wrong with me? Okay, so I... Okay, my dude. I think you're thinking of mouth and hands as your sensory instrument. Let me just remind you that hearing is a sensory instrument. So you're going to rub your ears, vision, smell. Put an eyeball right in there. Like, come on, knock it off. Um, I hate everything about that. It does. However, you know, I was pretty spot on about Lovecraftian. He is describing a vagina as if it was some sort of eldritch horror. (laughs) Which I guess it is. Now, I'm wondering, he's saying, oh, Dan, I look at the vagina, there's an emptiness. There should be something there, but there's nothing. Maybe look into dicks. Yeah, have you heard of dicks? <laughs> have you have you considered dicks? This might make you feel better. There is an alternative to this gaping <laughs> hole, and it is dicks. Yeah. What's wrong with me? Ah, maybe you're not straight, dude. That's cool, too. Have you... Here's the thing, though, is I've mentioned it very eloquently earlier, is there's a lot of holes on the body. Mm-hmm. Are these the he, sorry? Are these the ones that produce fluid that are clustered close together? They could be, okay. but like, does he see? Does he look at every hole and is like, there should be something there? <laughs> Maybe he's tripophobic. Yeah, I like I think that. I mean, like my 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 penis has a hole. Whoa! Should sure. should there be something in there as well? Are you just really into plugging things up? Mm. Look, if that's your your steez. How are you gonna hear a vagina if your ears are plugged? Huh? You plug it with the vagina, two holes, one ear. Oh my god! You just got to get every, all a person just plugging all the, each other's holes. I hate this. Um, <laughs> well, thank you for plugging <laughs> our holes, people. Please plug our podcast too. Uh, yeah, thanks for letting us plug your ears mm-hmm. with our voices. This with our week. voice holes. God, my name is Dave Miller, and I'm Niles Spain, and we've been your fuck buddies. Mm.